today on the Scott Thompson Show on AM 900 CHML. The jury in the Laura Babcock trial has started deliberations. Uh, what were they told and not told? To talk more about all of this, Alex Pearson, host of On Point with Alex Pearson, heard, of course, evenings right here on 900 CHML. Of course, longtime journalist, uh, journalist and covered the Bosma trial for us uh, during the height of all of that. She's here now. Alex, thanks for taking the time to join us. Great to uh, hear from you. And the new show sounds great. Congratulations. Awesome. Thanks. I'm so happy I can uh, join you because... You know, and Bill would know, I mean, when I was covering that trial in Hamilton, there was so much I could not say, and yeah. now we know why. Because and, there was publication bans right, left, and center on both of these trials. And the interesting point, too, was, you know, as soon as this second trial started, as soon as the Laura Babcock trial started, uh, immediately my reaction is, well, let's go to Alex for her take on this. <laughs> and, of course, we couldn't touch any of that. We couldn't touch any of it. Like, it was it was so painful because we had so much info. Like I had seen all of this evidence mm-hmm. through arguments in the Bosma trial and through information through just talking to sources and that. So we knew all this information. We could not report any of it. So it was, um, it was very difficult. It was very technical, but you know, in the end, the jury came back, even though it took a long, long time for them to deliberate, they came back and you know, they delivered the right verdict and uh, did their jobs. And I expect this jury will do the same. All right, so uh, explain to those uh, who may not know why we can talk about it now, why we couldn't talk about it before, Well, meaning the Bosma case. Yeah, so the Bosma and the Laura Babcock case had so much overlapping in them. And so to to tell this jury that there was a conviction and that these two were uh, convicted of first-degree murder would have made it so that it was prejudicial. So right away, you can't stack that kind of information um, against the accused if, in fact, you want to have a fair trial. And I know a lot of people, uh, you know, hate the accused and, and you know, have at her. Yeah. But we do have a process in this country and you have to follow it. And, you know, there, there wasn't a publication ban on the Wayne Millard um, issue. We, we could not talk about that. So there was a publication ban in the fact that we couldn't mention it. But that one is treated completely differently because only Della Millard is charged in that case. But when it came to the joint charge and the fact that the trials really overlap, they had to put a bunch of sweeping publication bans in to just make sure that these two guys got a fair trial. So why can we talk about it now? Well, because these two trials are essentially over. And because right. the jury now in the second trial has gone into, um, you know, closed doors. So, so they're they in lockdown. what we're talking about. Yeah. I mean, it's really hard in this day and age of technology and yeah. social media and all the rest of it to think that none of them know any of this. It really comes down to a trust factor. But if there's anything like what we saw in the Bosma trial, um, you know, they've done their job. They know the seriousness. You know, they would have seen the emotion of the Babcock family. Um, they, they will do their job. The question is, how long will it take them to do their job? And I, I could be wrong. But I do feel very confident they'll come back with the right uh, verdict. How do you find jurors that have not heard of these cases? It's well, like would they would they have not, would they have any well, knowledge of the Bosma case or or what happened prior? Did. Some of them did. Some of them had knowledge of it, but said that they could could put it aside. Look, I just got called for jury duty. Believe it or not, I have to fill out the paperwork and I'll wait for my day to get called down and they'll have to decide, even though they know I'm a reporter and someone who's done court, they will have to decide whether or not someone like me could be a good juror. I'm They're not going to let you be. A, they wouldn't let you be well, a juror, would they? I, I don't think any lawyer would want to pick me because if I were on this trial, it would take me 20 seconds. I'd go yeah. out the door, come back and say, guilty. <laughs> um, but again, 
you have to be able to uh, to really turn yourself off and be very very um, open minded and and it, it and it gets harder and harder these days because it's virtually impossible not to know anything about you know especially high profile news like this it would be very difficult. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play and listen to the Scott Thompson Show weekdays from noon to three on AM nine hundred CHML.